0: Hey guys, I'm Randy.
1: And I'm Daniel. We're
0: two lifelong friends and musicians, but we're not playing gigs. We like to talk
1: games. And today on the Gaming Gig Podcast, we're breaking down our top 10 games of 2023. This list that we're about to give is definitive. Mm -hmm. Don't even argue with us because there's no point. This is the list.
0: All these games are games that came out this year in 2023. We're not doing old games. Nope. Games of just this year. And they're ranked correctly. They are ranked correctly. In fact, we actually brought our own (laughs) top 10 lists. Um, Daniel made a top 10 list. I made a top 10 list. We're going to go through, starting from the bottom, starting from 10, kind of alternate back and forth Mm -hmm. and move up the list.
1: Yep. You're going to see some similarities. You're going to see some differences,
0: but no matter what, you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. So if you didn't catch up on all the games this year, you want to know what to put in your backlog, what games are worth looking at, this is probably a good reference for you. Even play them. Yeah. Even play them. Don't even just look at them. Although some of them are very pretty. Like us. All right. Let's begin (laughs) with number 10. We're going to begin with my number 10 game which was Star Wars Jedi Survivor. (laughs) Now, you would think that Daniel, being the Star Wars fan he is, would have this game on his list.
1: Yeah. Yet he does not. I don't because I haven't played it.
0: Because you haven't played it. Because it launched in such a horrible
1: state, especially on PC, and I really wanted to play it on Steam Deck, and I I figured eventually it'll run well. So I just kind of played the waiting game. I don't know if it's ever going to get there, to be honest with you. I should probably just play it, but
0: I just haven't. Well, But I will one day. I thought it was very good. But we have a comment that kind of mentions some of what you're talking about there. Comment here from let's see, Zilron, Zilron, who said this game is insanely good. Story is brilliant. Villain is amazing. And I have only experienced one minor graphic glitch in a cutscene. They patched this game and it runs smooth as butter. Nice. So, so yeah, they have patched this game. Mm-hmm. I played it at launch and honestly, yeah, it had a I mean, I had a glitch or two, but nothing bad. Yeah. But the running narrative when this game first came out was that it was just in really bad shape particularly on the PC. Mm-hmm. And, that's and that's where, where I wanted it. To so from what I understand, they have uh, got the console versions. They got them up to snuff pretty quick. The PC version, I don't know if it's there yet or not. I don't know. I think it's better, but I don't know that it's really where I'd want it to be. But I think that starting off with Jedi, or yeah, Jedi Survivor is kind of, it's both a good – I love the game, first of all. But it's it's kind of sad because I know a lot of people missed out on this game because it launched so poorly. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a running theme this year. Yeah. But – Let it, that be a lesson to you. It was really fun. If you played the first Jedi game, you know, Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. it's oh, it's more of that. you got more weapon stances. The combat is just as good, if not better. The are storm. there lightsabers? Oh, yeah. Okay. There are more lightsabers. Cool. All different varieties. Are there light savers? Oh, yes. What about lifesavers? No, unfortunately not. Oh. But it's a great game. Really, really fun. I highly suggest playing it. I had a good time with it. All right, Daniel. Okay. Your top ten. Your number My number 10. ten. Number ten. My number ten is Final
1: Fantasy XVI. Uh, and it's I can only put it at ten because I still haven't gone back and, play, and finished it. Uh, but I played a big chunk, and I really loved what I played. Uh, the story specifically... I thought it was great. Uh, yes, it is about seventy four percent cutscene,
0: but it honestly, is. I like the. I know. I remember back when we were playing it because we kind of started around the same time we were playing mm-hmm. it together. Um, you always you talked about how much you loved all the cutscenes, and they are phenomenal in terms of their quality. I mean, they the. The presentation on that game is just seriously top notch, mm-hmm. um, and I think that it speaks volumes that you didn't even finish the game, but it's still gotten to your top ten. Yeah. Now you ranked this a little higher than me. I Where did, did it come in for you? It came in at number nine for me. Mm. So it just barely, you know, edged out, you know, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yeah. But yeah, I loved this game, and I think that it, um, the combat was really really fun. In fact, we had a comment from comment from thunderstrick mm-hmm. who said i really love the combat system of final fantasy 16 but hey maybe i'm a bit biased as a massive final fantasy fan
1: if anything i think that might hold you back sometimes that's because this is a huge departure
0: yeah big departure from other final fantasy games but mm-hmm. i thought the combat that was my favorite part that's the reason mm-hmm. it is number nine on my list yeah was because i thought the combat was so much fun i mean
1: i love the combat uh, I, I i don't think i like it as much as the hybrid in final fantasy 7 I think I like that more. Oh, like Final
0: Fantasy VII Remake. Remake, yeah, Yeah. of
1: course. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I mean, the old-school turn-based is fun. I really like that now. Mm -hmm. But uh, that Final Fantasy VII Remake style, it feels really modern, but it still feels like it's got one foot in the old-school games. This game, like, jumped way far away from that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, it's entirely, like, if you haven't played it, it's... um, like all real-time combat, no turn-based stuff at all. Mm-hmm. You're always swapping between different like abilities and different. Uh, I guess what would they? What do they classify? It's been so long since I played it. You know, like, they're like they- they're
1: like groups of abilities. You yeah. Know, they're di- the different. Um, you know, icon abilities. Icon abilities. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and you can always swap out, and you're always looking at meters, and you're always trying to see when you can do the next thing. Um, It's very, very entertaining, Mm -hmm. and it keeps you on your toes the entire time. And that was what got it there for me. I actually didn't love all the the crazy amount of cutscenes just because it was long, man. I mean, that game had like almost twenty hours of cutscenes. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. It's like you're yeah you're like dedicated to watching like an entire like season of a show.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was Game of Thrones with Final Fantasy. I mean, that's what it was.
0: It really was. Yeah,
1: and, and I, I really love that sort of story. So, all right.
0: Moving yeah. on. Yeah, moving on number nine. You know my number nine is Final Fantasy sixteen. So yeah, we're not going to keep talking about it.
1: All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and toss it up here to my number nine, Hi-Fi Rush. But before we do that, I want to plug the Discord because uh, you don't want to hear me talk about Hi-Fi Rush until you know where you can talk about it more. <laughs> okay. So there's a link to the Discord in the description of this video. Go ahead and join up. We're there. Other
0: people are there who are actually really cool. You know, join up. Oh, they're actually cool. And a benefit of being a member of the Discord is we go there first when we're pulling comments for the podcast. So if you want your comment read and reacted to on the podcast, the Discord channel is the best place to get your comment reacted to. Fact. Speaking of, we're going to have a comment now about Hi Fi Rush from Wyatt over yeah. on the Discord channel.
1: That's right. Wyatt, our buddy, said, as a former band kid, this game restarted all my internal clocks. Also had amazing art style and graphics. Combos, even with timings, feel smooth. Uh, and he's right. You know, the reason they feel smooth is because the timing doesn't change. Like, that's what's so cool about Half Hour Rush. It's a rhythm game, but it's all completely optional. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, you still attack on the beat. You still jump on the beat. All that still happens on the beat. But if you mistime your inputs you just don't get a bonus. That's all. You still your your combos and everything still come out exactly the same way. It still flows with the music and the whole level is rocking to the beat. Like it was really, really well done.
0: I'm surprised that a rhythm game has made it onto your top 10. But I, from what I understand, HiFi Rush is like next level rhythm game.
1: Hi Fi like, Rush slaps. Yeah. It is, I mean honestly, it feels like an old school like 3D platformer action game like of our youth that's just been like kind of drug along and brought to the the modern consoles with some better graphics, some better sound and rhythm game elements.
0: Yeah, that's, I I that's the reason I've avoided it. It's because I generally don't like rhythm games. Yeah. I don't know why. This is the only one I've ever finished. Yeah. The, <laughs> or played much at all. The only rhythm game that I've really loved is Beat Saber. I oh, love yeah. Beat Saber. Beat Saber's but good. But l- I mean like but you want to talk about next level rhythm games. Mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That's one of them right there.
1: Beat Saber slaps.
0: But I don't know. I I think fi Rush. The thing that draws me and that makes me want to play it. One, hearing how great it is from everybody. But two is the art style. I think uh, the art style looks phenomenal. It
1: there. does. It's that cell shaded mm-hmm. kind of thing, and that those graphics always age so well. Mm-hmm. I've loved I've loved cell shaded graphics since the Wind Waker. I've just never never stopped. Honestly.
0: That was and that game has also aged timelessly because mm-hmm. of the art style. Yep, it looks. I mean, it looks significantly better than like uh, Twilight Princess. Like, oh yeah, you know, Twilight Princess doesn't look nearly as good now compared to Wind Waker. No, no, it doesn't. All right, moving on to number eight. This is my number eight. This is Randy's number eight. My number eight is Assassin's Creed Mirage. Now, hear me out here. I know the Assassin's Creed Mirage wasn't like every considered a top ten game of twenty twenty three for everybody, mm-hmm. but for me, this is not the only game on this list. This is way, but this is definitely one of them. This for me is gaming junk food, and mm. I loved it. I gobbled it up like yes, eating yes. a big old bag of Doritos
1: <laughs> and drinking a drinking a gallon of Mountain Dew. Yeah. at three a.m. playing Assassins in Creed Mirage. <laughs> oh God.
0: <laughs> I, I misspelled it, didn't I? No. No, I didn't. I just oh. said You're just, saying I just said it, it yeah, weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you did say it weird. That is how you spell <laughs> it. I've never even noticed that. Oh, God. Assassin's Creed Mirage. Oh, God. Look, I <laughs> loved Assassin's Creed Mirage. I really did, and I'm not ashamed to have it on my list. Not nobody's, sh- nobody's shaming you, man. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people will give me crap for having Assassin's Creed Mirage high up on my list, but you know what? Who's going to do that? I don't know. Somebody out there. Are you going to do it? Are you going to be the one who does it? You know what? Go go ahead. Do it. Do it. Do it. (laughs) No. Look, it was a small open world. Mm -hmm. First of all, that's cool. If you've ever played an open world game that's not giant, Mm -hmm. you know that it actually can be better. Yep. Because you can actually wrap your head around the map. Yep. And that means they can actually pack things together so they're not all spaced out and pointless.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Right? And it's tough for you to wrap your head around like...
0: It's it's hard for me,
1: yeah. I should honestly just stop my sentence there, but I mean, you know, but I get, I totally get what you're saying. You know, I I don't, I'm not in love with the huge, massive sprawl. Like they've hit a point of diminishing returns for me. They
0: have. I'm a little worried. You know, we saw like the Grand Theft Auto 6 map. I don't know if you saw the I haven't seen the map, no. Um, It was like, I don't know if it's, I saw like a thing showing the scale between the two. I don't know if it's a legit thing. I don't think like, you know, Rockstar's come out and showing it, but it looks like it's going to be really big. I don't
1: care. I'm i don't playing that, that I don't one care. that one is not diminishing yet <laughs> okay we i don't care about that. it yet we haven't even mentioned gta 6 on this podcast have we Mm-mm. it broke everything we including never, me we like, never
0: even talked about it
1: i am so excited about that game and i hope that we live to see it <laughs>
0: <laughs> but back to assassin's creed if you like if you like assassin's creed if you like the old games this one's more in line with the really old games i say definitely try it if you like open world games Try it. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's honestly it was a really fun game. It's short and you know, it's not a full price game. Mm-hmm. So that helps. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, moving on to my number eight, which is also not a full price game and also freaking amazing is Dave, the not indie diver. No, it is not. That game is great. And it's legacy is intact because it did not steal the indie game of the year category. So I recommend Dave, the diver wholeheartedly to anybody. It, it looks like, like
0: an indie game. It is not.
1: It is not. It's like 20 bucks. It's freaking awesome. It's got a super addicting, like one more day kind of loop, you know, like a Stardew or something like that. What
0: is it? I, I haven't played it. I, I, so, I've seen videos, but I don't even know really know what it is.
1: You dive in the ocean and you upgrade your equipment so you can go deeper and deeper and find cooler fish and things like that. But you mm. dive, you, you, spear, uh, you spear fish, and at night you run a sushi restaurant with the fish you catch. That's the premise. Now it does spiral a little bit from there, but it is freaking awesome.
0: So it's kind of got some sim elements to it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of mini games in there. That say, kinda, it probably has mini games. It's definitely got mini games. Um, it is. It's a. It becomes a big resource management kind of you know juggling act. Okay. <clears throat> um, Get some
0: up t- Just thinking about it. I,
1: I just love it so much. <laughs> the. Uh, the The presentation is really over the top at times. Like certain characters, when they get like cut scenes, are hilarious. So, great game. Play it. Go Dave, buy it. Give them your money.
0: Dave the Diver. All right, moving on to number seven. My number seven is an actual indie game, and it's Cocoon. Uh, okay. Cocoon is a puzzle game, and but it's interesting because it's not like a what you think of when you think of a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. It is actually kind of like a Top down isometric sort of mm. um, puzzle game where you're playing this little is it bu- a puzzle game a little pu- a little bug dude okay yeah. and you go around and you have these orbs that you carry on your back and those orbs are gateways into other dimensions um, mm. not really other dimensions it's more like other galaxies or worlds and you can travel to and from them. And you, as you go through, you gather more of these orbs. But You can only carry one at a time. Mm-hmm. So you can embed worlds within worlds. You can do all this crazy stuff. And it really becomes like like this comment we have from that one kid said, it blew my mind it's unique and pretty challenging. It mm-hmm. is seriously mind-blowing. I would say it's super unique, pretty challenging. The puzzles are, I would say they do have a, a some challenge. Mm-hmm. It, it, it never was I would say it's more like in the type of puzzle that makes you feel really smart yeah but maybe they're not so hard but they make you feel like you're really thinking outside the box to figure them right.
1: out right we, we all need some of that from time to time yeah. you know my only question is, and this may be a spoiler is uh, you know can you become a butterfly
0: I'm not gonna say can you become a butterfree I'm not gonna definitely no okay definitely no to that I guess that
1: would be Kakuna c- I guess that would be the game Kakuna Kakuna, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to my number seven. is uh, It's a little game. You know, We're kind of keeping with the indie game theme here. It's something you probably haven't heard of. Uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Mm-hmm. And Randy actually ranked this a little higher. Looks like get, you ranked it
0: at number six. I ranked it at my number six, yeah. But uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder is a phenomenal 2D platformer. Mario is back, baby. Mario's it's been back. over a decade. We finally get a new 2D Mario game. If you don't count... The Super Mario Maker.
1: Mm-hmm. Go ahead and clog your toilets, people, because the plumber is in. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's back. <laughs> Me and Catherine played this game together. It has an awesome co-op mode.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but, of course, it is wonderful to play by yourself as well.
1: That's what I did, and I had a great time. Yeah. It really does control great. I mean, with a platform of movement everything, and this game has it.
0: You know what it didn't have? A single bug. Nintendo knows how to put their games out and then be bug-free. I'll tell you what.
1: I was trying to think if there were even any enemies that were bugs. I oh, bet there was.
0: There probably was. a. Bug
1: but you're movie. right. I didn't encounter a single bug.
0: No. I mean, like, this game came out polished just to a, a mirror shine. hmm And what a, I mean, it's so much, It's so fun.
1: Honestly, when I walk past it on my shelf, it shines with such a sheen that it, it blinds me.
0: I was wondering where you were going to go with that. It turns out you said it blinds me.
1: <laughs> I couldn't... Th- I wanted to continue with the alliteration of... Shh. But it's tough.
0: It's a tough thing to do.
1: But yeah, we got a comment here from Blasto, who said, "I beat slash one hundred percent at Mario Wonder yesterday, and it was without a doubt one of the best games I have ever played." It's it.
0: Is it the best two D Mario? Maybe
1: it's up there. Maybe. I don't know if it's the best.
0: Um, I'm trying to think, like it's been a long time since I need to play. Um, Mario Bros. 3. I need to play Super Mario World again. It's been a long time since I played those games. I never finished those. Mm-hmm. They're on my like short list of games to play coming up. So I'm definitely going to – those are the two that I think would probably challenge it because I remember loving both of those back in the day.
1: I think I like it. It's top three for sure. Yeah. I don't know if it's number two or one. I don't know. It's I played Super good. Mario Bros. 3 not super long ago, and I think I did like Wonder better.
0: Okay but, what but i don't know about world about i haven't played world. it in a long time and i used to love Man, that game. i know world world was my jam back when i was a kid but i was a kid so i was a dumb kid who do i what do i know you you got some things right i'm still a dumb kid aren't i
1: you did have poor poor character judgment
0: all right moving on number six yeah my number six is super mario bros wonder mm-hmm. so
1: my number six yeah. is street fighter six which is exactly where <laughs> it needs to sit um this, this game is so good. Like I, I really got into fighting games this year because I saw the trailer for Tekken 8 and I got so pumped. It looked so good and I was like, okay, I have to play all these games now. So I played the Guilty Gear, right? I played a lot of Strive. Uh, I played a lot of Tekken 7 and eventually I got into Street Fighter 6 and it was better than all of them put together. Mm-hmm. Um, Street Fighter 6 is just, it's just phenomenal and if you've never been into fighting games, it did a lot to make the controls a lot more accessible for people who don't want to worry about crazy like 720 rolls with their d-pad and like calluses on their fingers from throwing fireballs and dragon punches so um don't be scared and just play street fighter 6 and also Tekken 8's got a demo
0: coming out tomorrow and i'm so damn excited i know that's pretty cool <laughs> street fighter 6 won a uh, fighting game of the year by the way guys, and it deserved it so if you're into fighting games and you haven't played street fighter 6 what are you doing
1: you're missing yeah, out not doing it right
0: now a person like me i'm not into fighting games so i, I i'm not really interested in any of these but s- still it looked good.
1: It 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 looks great. It ran phenomenally on the Steam Deck. That's all I need. You
0: know what tempted me about it is that it has like a story like single player story mode, but it didn't seem like it'd be that good. I didn't play that. Yeah.
1: I only played the online. I never did World Tour.
0: Oh. Well. There we go. All right, moving on to number five. Mm-hmm. My number five is Pikmin 4.
1: Now that's confusing.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Y'all. Pikmin 4 is so good. When I was making this list, I like almost put Pikmin 4 up another number because it is just – I can't even – again, talking kind of like about Super Mario Bros. Wonder mm-hmm. about how polished and perfect that game was. Pikmin 4 is the same way, except it is an infinitely more complex game in terms of like what you have to do to play the game. It, it's a strategy game, first of all. Mm-hmm. Have and it played- won
1: best strategy game.
0: It did win best strategy game. Have you played any of the Pikmin games?
1: I played the first one. Okay. That's it.
0: So it's um, – the first one is – is is from what I understand a great game. I have not played it. I've only played three and four. I mm-hmm. need to go back and play one and two, and now they're available on Switch. That's true. And as much as I loved both three and four, I think I would adore one and two. You Apparently, might. two is a lot harder than one though. Hmm. We got a comment from Wario guy here who said, Incredible game. Talk about Pikmin Four. Even if you don't like two, it's like two and one mixed. So I don't know, maybe you would like it. Does that make it three? I don't know. Three was apparently more like one from what I hear. But I don't know because I've not played one in two. Okay. I've got to because Catherine and I played Pikmin 3 together as a co-op mode. And Pikmin 4 does not have a co-op mode, which is literally my only gripe with the game.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: Catherine and I love playing Pikmin 3 together. So, But I've played Pikmin 4 by myself anyway, and it was phenomenal. But I really wish it had a co-op mode. Yeah. I That'd be nice. That. Do you, so in Pikmin, you are managing these little Pikmin. They do like tasks for you, and um, depending on what type they are, they have like uh, they can do certain things that other ones can't. Um, and you know you got to kind of manage them. You gather them around. They can die, and they are perma dead. Mm-hmm. So their little souls, their little souls go up. Um, now Pikmin Four kind of backtracked, You can rewind time. In Pikmin mm. Four, something you can never do in the other games. So in the other games, if you lost Pikmin and you felt like you could do it better, you could rewind time and try again. So, I don't know. I don't mm. know that I. I may have rewinded once or twice, but that's just part of Pikmin. You lose your Pikmin and you gotta you gotta gather some more up. But don't it,
1: don't listen to him. He was leaning on that rewind. He broke his shoulder button. Rewinded.
0: He don't. He just not the shoulder button. But
1: he, he, that's what he did.
0: I don't even remember how you rewind, but. No, I mean, like, a I, so. I feel like it wasn't hard enough to really warrant rewinding a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is there, which does make it a little more accessible for the people who don't like Pikmin. It can be stressful when you see all those Pikmin die and you have worked so hard for them. And then they just go away in an instant. That can be really stressful and disheartening. So Pikmin 4 kind of alleviates that. And I do think it's better for it because it makes more people able to enjoy it. You don't have to rewind if you don't want to.
1: Right. Well, Randy, it's a shame you didn't like that one. I love that game. I love that game. (laughs) All right, I'm going to go on to my number five here, which is uh, also a weird numbered game. At number five, I have Marvel Spider-Man 2, which is the third Spider-Man game from Insomniac. And Average, Asriel, left us a comment and said, Insomniac really went three for three. And um, I think that's probably pretty accurate. I mean, I I have played portions of the first two, but I played two uh, to completion rather quickly. It hooked me real bad. Uh, this game feels so good to just swing around the city and like traverse New York and you get the glotter, which I didn't think I would like, but it is amazing. It all works together so well. I just can't say enough good things about the traversal in this game.
0: The traversal is probably one of the definitely the best in terms of like polish. like it is so perfect. It like, is perfect. Around. Um, the combat in a lot of ways re- kind of reminds me of back in Final Fantasy 16, you know? Like you got a lot of different kind of like abilities and you are using them up and you're you know they have like um, gauges and things that cool build downs. back cooldowns and stuff. Mm-hmm. So in that way it is also very active. There's always something to do. Obviously it's not exactly like Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, I think 16, it's but really
1: but it's. uh more like the Arkham games. That's what people I think a lot of times
0: Okay, I've not played those.
1: Yeah, well, it's got that like same kind of like they're about to hit you, so you, you know, you have your spotty sense. You know, mm-hmm. Batman had a similar thing. So they're about to hit you, you dodge. You know, that sort of thing. They like, also
0: introduced a parry in this game. Did you like the parry? Yeah, yeah, I liked the parry. I felt like the parry was a little like overused. Like they forced you to use it in boss battles. Like all like the only yeah. way to get through a lot of the things the bosses would do would be, would be by parrying. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish that they'd give you the flexibility to kind of maybe. Take some of those boss fights on in a way that maybe would just have a little more freedom to it instead yeah. of forcing you to parry all yeah. the time. Yeah, I, I
1: remember when I ran in, uh, there was one boss specific, and I was like, oh, I have to parry that. Like, there's no way around it. Yeah, exactly. But honestly, once you give me a parry mechanic, I'm pretty much sold. Like, okay. I like parry mechanics. I know they, they're they getting a little overused almost, but I, 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 I like them.
0: I do think so. I, think, I don't think the na- game necessarily needed the parry. Mm, it was a weird choice. Because it already had amazing combat. It didn't didn't have to have a parry there. They almost kind of had like a a quasi kind of parry there anyway by having a little spidey sense. You know, you could kind of react. Right. Just a different type of reaction. And that's
1: really more Spider-Man's thing. Right. He's not really much of a like, I'm going to parry your attack with my hands kind of guy, you know, canonically. but.
0: I'm not saying it was out of place. I still love the game. Still love the combat. I just wish that they had given you a little more freedom sometimes. Mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, gosh. In fact, I ranked that game higher. and We'll talk about it in a little bit. But oh, you did. I I, I, I didn't mean, even notice. I love Spider-Man 2. I loved everything about it pretty much. Well, we
1: don't have to talk about it later, man. That's going to be redundant.
0: Well, Tell then, us what I you mean, think. no, I don't I'm just saying like I <laughs> I loved it. I I loved the story. I thought that the story was really neat. I'm mm-hmm. you know, um the first two Spider-Man games They went for a really heartfelt kind of story. Um, You know, obviously it was a superhero story, but they kind of went, they kind of tugged on your heartstrings. I feel like in this one, they did a little bit, but mostly it was just a superhero, superhero story, just off the wall, just crazy stuff happening. Bruh, it It was was straight gas. Yeah, it was great. It was straight gas. And but the thing that I think really brought Marvel Spider-Man Two to like up way high on my list. Was the fact that it had these amazing, just like set pieces, these you know phenomenal things that happen, and you seem to only see them now in you know Sony games. Mm-hmm. You know that's kind of like become PlayStation's stick. You know,
1: yeah, no, you're right. I mean, the the scope of it was huge, mm-hmm. and I loved how like, I mean, even in the opening, which I know you really liked the opening. I did. I love the opening. Yeah. You know, there were times when Spider-Man would get like launched, like miles it seemed like like back in the city and then just get like catapulted straight back like you were seeing the whole city at once Mm -hmm. you know you were tearing through buildings like it was awesome it
0: was awesome all right let's move on to number four okay my number four is this is my ultimate junk food video game of the year and i loved it so much it's hogwarts legacy hogwarts legacy i when i think about just loving playing a game, just having so much fun. And I'm I'm not trying to be like a super critic about it. I'm just sitting back and enjoying my time with the game this year. It was Hogwarts legacy for me. Yeah. That was that game for me.
1: Hogwarts legacy was way better than it had any business being in my opinion. (laughs) Right. Um, Now it didn't, it didn't just grab me, but I don't know that I'm, I mean, I I love Harry Potter when it was coming out. But I haven't really like carried it with me through my adult life like some other people. <laughs> Maybe me a little bit, yeah. And your wife, and
0: my wife especially, yeah.
1: But if I if I had been a more rabid Harry Potter fan like in current day form, mm-hmm. I would have probably ate this game up.
0: Mm-hmm. That, and that's definitely a big part of it. But you know, I wasn't the only one. We got a comment here from what is this odd uh, cosmonaut yeah. who said legit a 10 out of 10 game i'm super happy they did justice to the to the hogwarts and it's a nice breath nice breath of fresh air to have a licensed game actually be finished refined game or be a finished refined game
1: yeah and um i agree it was great i mean and apparently
0: the switch port isn't bad that's so weird that's so weird
1: to me um yeah i had a friend who asked me like should he play this on switch even though he's not a harry potter fan Mm-hmm. And I told him, like, maybe, I don't know, because apparently you can, and it plays good. Yeah. But I, I don't know if you should, if you're not a Harry Potter fan. I don't know if it would really get you. But that doesn't that doesn't speak to the quality of the Switch port, which apparently is better than it has any business being, it, as seems to be the theme.
0: I've looked at a lot of comparison videos. And, you know, like, lots of times when you look at comparison videos of things that go to lower-powered hardware, like, especially when you see it on Switch, lots of times what they do is just down-res stuff. Mm-hmm. And often that can make things look very cloudy, you know, just not look great. Um, what they did here with Hogwarts Legacy, it looks like they just literally redid all the assets. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of just, you know, resing them down, which doesn't always look great, they just completely redid it in a way that the Switch can handle, which I think is phenomenal. All the textures are just new textures. They're yeah. just like low res. And it. maybe that's
1: why, you know, it took them so long to do because they knew they wanted to do it right.
0: And they did, I think. I think it's great. And if you like Harry Potter, I say give this game a try. Yeah. Um, If you just really like open world games, again, kind of like what I said with Assassin's Creed Mirage, give it a try. It's not huge. No, it's not huge. It is a pretty big map. But, you know, I don't know. I just, like, adored this game. Yeah. That's why it's number four on my list.
1: All right. And my number four is Resident Evil 4 remake. Hey, hey. Okay, remake. Don't get this wrong. The one that came out this year. Um I I'm not like huge hugely invested into the Resident Evil franchise like Randy. I've played 3 and now I've played 4. But 4 was so good. Like I loved every bit of it. Um the combat is like slow and methodical, you know, kind of like Resident Evil is, I guess. But it just did a really good job by the end of the game, making me feel like I was still a total badass, even though I wasn't exactly zipping around a map like a Spider Man. You know, I still felt like I was—I was the danger.
0: Well, it's no like. It, well, what am I trying to say here? It's no question. Like, I think this game is phenomenal. Yeah, I, I think uh, Resident Evil Four remake is probably the best Resident Evil game that, that there's been. Period. Mm -hmm. There are some other Resident Evil games that I think are almost there, including the other two remakes, which Mm -hmm. are phenomenal two and three. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil Village. Like, those are all – anything from, like, the past – I don't know whether it be the past, like, six, seven years. Cap God. They've just nailed it. And I think that the Resident Evil 4 remake is probably – if you're looking for a place to get into the series – all the Resident Evil games—they're loosely connected, but you don't have to play them. You can—you don't you can have just, to know. A you thing. can just pick a random game and go <laughs> into it. You, there's no need to worry, like, oh, this is the fourth game. Am I going to miss something? No. They don't even know what the story... The story's so crazy and outlandish. You don't, There's no point in even trying to really understand it. There's
1: monsters. You have guns. You don't have a lot right. of ammo. Have a good time, buddy. <laughs> right. That's the story, Uh and it works.
0: Yeah, you can jump into this game, no problem. Now and you. This oh, is sorry. Phenomenal. Yeah, and I and I did uh rank this one higher as well than number four but i mean dang the fact that it's both really high up on both of our lists shows that resident evil 4 is just like absolutely worth playing if you haven't gotten into resident evil and you're looking for a place to start start here absolutely all right real quick before we move on to the top three Mm. i want to tell you guys about our twitch channel so we stream on twitch on tuesdays thursdays and sundays at 8 p.m eastern Right now we've been playing some things like Baldur's Gate 3. Mm-hmm. We've been playing what else? Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. We're back into Sea of Thieves. Man, I've been enjoying it too. We had a really good session the other day.
1: We did. That's fine. We've reaped the way the good pirate lord intended.
0: But we just play video games, hang out. Sometimes we even do random music streams where we play a little music. Mm-hmm. So come That's hang right. out with us.
1: Absolutely. You can right.
0: find a link in the description of the video. All right. Number
1: three. So my
0: number three for Dale. Top
1: three for Dale. We stream three nights a week for Dale. Synergy.
0: That's why we do it. My number three was Marvel Spider-Man 2, but we already talked about that game. So let's move on to your number three game.
1: So my number three is Baldur's Gate 3. Did you
0: do this on purpose? Did you just look at the numbers on the games and then line them up with the things?
1: I didn't, but I'm enjoying the way this is laying out (laughs) so much. I'm having such a good time with it. Um, Baldur's Gate 3, there's probably nothing that I can say that you haven't already heard. As everybody's singing this game's praises, it, it, it one game of the year, and it one game of the year for a reason. It's honestly like monumental the scope of this game, like mm-hmm. the narrative implications of everything you do, and all the branching paths that you create with every choice you make, and the sheer amount of dialogue that they had to record to make all that happen is insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is like it, it is narrative
0: bliss. Like it is just. You can do anything any, anything you freaking want. And as a person who, like, Baldur's Gate 3 is not on my top 10 list.
1: Which is crazy to me, by the way. I wasn't going to say it, but since you did, what the hell?
0: <laughs> Look, let me explain myself. Okay. Look, Baldur's Gate 3 is not the type of game that I would seek out to play. It just isn't. Um, <laughs> even after playing it, it is not a game that I would seek out to play. But let me put a caveat on there. It's not a game that I would seek out to play on my own. Yeah. Um, it's just not my jam. But that being said, it is so much fun to play with friends. It that really is. is where it shines.
1: The multiplayer is so good.
0: And, like, the thing – the fact – I play with a friend group. You know, I play, play with the people we play with, Daniel included. Mm. They don't really care that I'm – like, do I – I don't take it as seriously as probably, like, is. <laughs> Um, would probably be ideal but that's just like understatement of the century but but the people I play with understand and they work (laughs) around it and so I can have my fun with the game and I don't have I feel like to really like super enjoy it you probably would have to be one to take it a little more seriously than I'm willing to take it
1: yeah yeah Randy's not willing to take it seriously at all Uh, Randy spends his whole time trying to make our game more difficult Um, but it always so this is what happens okay we load up we're back at camp. We throw on our mage armor. We set forth into the world. Right now we're all planning our moves out. We're trying to figure out where are we are going to go? Who are we are going to talk to? Who's going to be in our party? And Randy says, Hey guys, I'm in combat. <laughs> so we run over and we help him out. You know, we bail him out and then we're like, okay, cool. We're looting bodies and we're like, where'd Randy go? And he's like, Hey guys, I'm talking to this big thing over here. Like, I don't know. I think it's going to fight me. And so we come over there we bail him out again. And then something cool happens to Randy. Yeah. And then we go to bed. (laughs) That's what happens when we play Baldur's Gate. Randy gets us into shenanigans. We bail him out and something cool happens to him.
0: So, I mean, there are all different ways to play.
1: (laughs) There are all different ways. And we have a comment from one of the guys that we play with, who's the laninator, over from our Discord, who said, I keep trying new games to play, but I end up coming back to BG3. It's just too good. Right.
0: Now I want to put another caveat in here. I know that Ball to Get Through was not on my top ten list. That being said, I just I do need to give it more time. I'm still we're still in the midst of playing it. Yeah, and, and we're I, very early. Yeah, and I I do want to play the game um, with Catherine. I want to see what it's like playing it with her. I think she also will probably fail to take it very seriously as I do. So it may work. It may not. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I'm willing to give it a go. I'm willing to say that maybe, you know, a few months down the line, I may want to go back and change my list and maybe add it somewhere on the top ten. But right now, you know.
1: As much as you love co-op, I I was really surprised that it didn't have a place in ten, you know. Like, I knew it wasn't going to be three, like, for me. Well. But I I was surprised that it didn't make top ten.
0: You know, I do love co-op, but we haven't played this game yet, co-op. Me and Catherine, I I played it with you guys. Yeah, co-op. Okay. Yeah, I played it co-op I mean, I guess it's
1: multiplayer, but we are on the same team.
0: Yeah, we are. We're on the same team. Except
1: when we try to shove each other off cliffs.
0: Right, which does happen. All right. (laughs) Moving on to number two. We're up there now. Now, my number two is Resident Evil 4 Remake. We already talked about that. Mm -hmm. But I just want to say, I love games more than Daniel does. That's why all my games are ranked higher than his. That's right. That's just the way it goes.
1: And I pick games better than Randy, which is why my number three and number two are games that he hasn't uh, expressed near as much joy for or played, which is Sea of Stars. Okay. My number two is Sea of Stars. I've ranted and raved about this game since it came out. I ranted and raved about it before it came out because I was so excited. So you may not know this about me, but you do if you watch every episode of this podcast. This year, I played a little game another kind of obscure game called Chrono Trigger. Mm. And it was freaking amazing. And it made me realize that JRPGs can be sick. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Sea of Stars, like, literally is a modern day JRPG that takes a ton of elements from games like Chrono Trigger. So, and it's from the makers of the messenger. What more could you want, right? So I jumped on this day one. I loved it. It won Indie Game of the Year. Great story, great characters, great combat, amazing art style, runs great on the Steam Deck. Why do you not have this already?
0: I'm interested in Sea of Stars. Obviously, I haven't played it. It can't be on my top ten if I haven't played it yet. Yeah. But I'm glad to see it up at number two. I mean, beating out Baldur's Gate for you.
1: It does for me. I mean, you know, Baldur's Gate is amazing, but it's huge. Yeah. And I kind of gravitate towards a little smaller games these days. So that's why I ultimately decided to put Sea of Stars above it, even though Baldur's Gate is probably a better RPG. I mean, it won Best RPG, and I can't argue with that. So
0: you could. I mean, you can argue. I
1: don't think you should. (laughs) (laughs) It's just different. They're different games. Sea of Stars is very charming. You should give it a shot.
0: All right, we're moving on to the top, the number one video game of 2023. Greatest. This is the one place where Daniel and I agree on the ranking. We both had the same number one game of the year. You want to say it together? You ready? Are we yes. going to say the full name? <laughs> yes. Okay. Then yeah, let's say it together.
1: Okay, we're gonna do so. I'm gonna do like a three, two, one, go. We're sure. gonna go on go. Because sure. the other day, Laneinator said go on three and he started counting on. Let's three. do
0: three, two, one. That's when we say it.
1: Three, two, one, go, and that's when we say it.
0: No, no go. No go. Three, two, one, ah! Like where there would be the go, that's mm-hmm. where you say it. I get it. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Three.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> we got this, y'all. Okay. Three, Three, two, one. One. The legend, the legend of Zelda, Zelda. Tears, Tears of, of the, the kingdom. King- kingdom. That was perfectly in sync, actually. That was great.
1: Yeah, I was going to ruin that. Always, I'm sure Randy knew that from the start, but I did. Tears of the Kingdom, what in the world? They had no business making a game that good.
0: (laughs) Like uh, all Titania says here, Mm -hmm. we got a comment, says Tears of the Kingdom is peak gaming. It is. It's at the peak.
1: It is. It is at the peak of Mount Doom, Death Mountain. Sorry, Mount Doom is where they forged the one ring. You always ring.
0: mess this up. It's
1: so hard to keep them straight because I love both these mountains so much. I love the mountain. I do love the mountain. Death Mountain is like so near and dear to my childhood. It's where the Gorons live. And then Mount Doom is where, like, you know, the one ring to rule them all, the one ring to bond them, blah, 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 blah. Well,
0: this is Death Mountain.
1: Yeah. But the Tears, peak of the, of
0: Death the, mountain. Tears of the Kingdom, I mean, like, Breath of the Wild was such. Uh, you talk about peak gaming. It was Breath of the Wild was peak gaming. Yes. And then it was like, how do you create a sequel to what many people to consider to be one of the best video games of all time, if not the best video game of all time?
1: You give me more.
0: Right. <laughs> and they somehow did it.
1: They did it. They did it. They they gave me more, and 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 even more than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they made a sequel that was took all the best crap from Breath of the Wild, which is most of it. And just expanded on it. And that's all I needed.
0: And we're not even talking about how crazy it is. Just outside of the game, how big of a game it is, how elaborate it is, and how they got it running on a Switch. Yeah. And it didn't even have any problems at launch. No. What the heck?
1: (laughs) Bruh, I don't even know. So I have a a question for you and a slight bone to pick. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to spoil anything, but like... I've seen podcasts and videos where they talk about this, so I'm just going to go for it, okay? okay? If you don't want to know anything about Tears of the Kingdom, don't watch this right now, but it ain't ain't much. Skip to this part. This ain't much, I'm telling you. So, obviously, we know about Hyrule. We knew about the the clouds, right? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't know about the downstairs. And I've heard... That's right. I didn't know about Zelda's Downstairs. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I didn't know about the depths, okay? And I've heard other people on YouTube saying the same thing. Yet I remember when I said this originally, you said, no, man, like they told us about that. How did you know? And the rest of us seemed to not. I, I've, I haven't been able to figure this out. I've lost sleep over this. Have you really? No.
0: Well, they told us from the beginning, they were like, there's going to be things above and under Hyrule. So I just knew that there was going to be stuff above and below. Like they told us that. So you day. knew there was, yeah,
1: because I remember that too. I guess what I, maybe I just took that out of context when you said that originally, because I thought you, you were saying, dude, I knew about the depths. You just knew there were going to be caves and crap.
0: Yeah, because they, they said, I like, they, yeah. they were like, yeah, you know, we're going to we're gonna be exploring above and under Hyrule. Mm-hmm. So I just, like, knew that there was going to be stuff under Hyrule.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, so I wasn't surprised sense. at all to see them. Because okay. I was like, oh, okay, so this is what they were talking about. Because
1: when I fell down in the depths the first time, I, like, I think I yelled. I was so surprised. Like, because it's huge. I mean, it's massive, you know. Anyway,
0: it's amazing. We basically have, you know, like over double the amount of map that we had in the original game. It runs on Switch. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And, um, you know, Tears of the Kingdom, I think because it it hit in such a good year, Mm -hmm. I think that it kind of diminishes how good of a game it was. 100%. Because it was just such a good year for gaming. I mean, we talk about all these games that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just, it was not hard at all to put together a top 10 list of good games this year, because no. there was so, there was games that I didn't even put in my top 10 that I was like, these are great games.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, tears, it also came out a while back, so it doesn't get any of the recency buys, Sean, no, you know, True. Um, but I, I do kind of feel like it lost some shine as the year went on just because so many bangers kept dropping. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't win game of the year. No. Nope. That's insane. And I think, <laughs> like I think the big reason
0: that it didn't win Game of the Year is be- just because it was a very similar sequel to the game that came before it. Yeah. Same, you know, like.
1: And Baldur's Gate 3, obviously, is a sequel, but it's not it's not the like same kind of thing. It's been 20
0: years since we had a Baldur's Gate game. Like, Baldur's Gate 2 came out like 20 years ago. Yeah. So. so it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. No, not at all. So, yeah. I mean, like, it's a shame. But still, in my heart, number one is easy of the Kingdom is the best game i played this year. It's the best game i played in many years. All day. Since Breath of the Wild, probably. So. Yeah. Yeah. Best game since Breath of the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's it's that easy. All right, guys. So that's our top 10. Now, we're going to move on to our last segment of the podcast, which is 3 for Dale Club. But let us know what games are in your top 10. I'm mm-hmm. interested. I want to know.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Right. 3 for Dale Club. So you made it to the end of the podcast with us. You hung out this entire time. Here's what we want to do. We want to thank you. And we want to thank you by using our 3 for Dale club to shout you out at the end of the next podcast to thank you for making it all the way to the end.
1: That's right. All you got to do to join is leave us a comment and say whatever you want. Like, oh, I don't know. Tell us your top 10 games of the year. But also drop us the phrase 3 for Dale. Okay?
0: Yep. That's our secret code phrase that lets us know that you made it all the way to the end. I go back and look at the comments, find everyone who said 3 for Dale. I write them down and we shout you out at the end of the next podcast. So
1: that's right. Now, we do want to say at the beginning of this, now we may be missing some people because we're recording a little early.
0: Yeah, we're recording this like many days earlier than we normally do. Um, so we may miss you if you leave your three for Dale on the last podcast. Um, if you're not here on the list, I promise you we'll get you next time. We'll make up for it. Sorry. We just, because of the whole holiday schedules and stuff, this is the way we had to do it. Yeah. All right. So starting off today. With D18, who's been in 3 for Dell Club pretty much every week for many, many weeks now. Many moons. Um, D18 is pumped because Baldur's Gate 3 is coming to Xbox.
1: I'm pumped about that, too, because I have a friend who only has an Xbox, and if it's coming to Xbox, it means eventually it's coming to crossplay.
0: That will be cool. <laughs> I hope that comes sooner rather than later for that.
1: Next up, we got AJK, a.k.a. Anthony, everybody's favorite Aussie, who's been away for a few weeks. So we're glad to have you back, man.
0: Glad to have you here. All right. Next, we got cataclysm who said, I can <laughs> see both. Oh, I can see both of the G&G lads are enlightened Letterkenny enjoyers, which I love to see. We made a Letterkenny reference in the last podcast. Yes, we did. Randy, how are you now? <laughs> <laughs> let, me think of, let me think of a way to, what's the Letterkenny response here? It'd be... Uh, is it good in you? I was thinking it was like not so bad in you. Is it good in you? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been a while. Since Randy, I how are you? Now? Good in you? Oh, not so bad. There you go. That's, that's, what, that's, that's what, you were thinking what I about. was thinking of. Oh, anyway,
1: okay. yeah, we love Letterkenny, but you know, it's been a while.
0: <laughs> it has been a little. It's been a hot minute since I watched it, but love that show.
1: All right, next up we got Benjamin Darling. Who's happy to see Stars win Best Indie? Me too, bro. It was the only new game he played this year. Spent most of 2023 plowing his field. No, sorry. Plowing through (laughs) Metroidvanias and JRPGs from previous years. That sounds fun. Yeah. See, it's only
0: one. Well, I'll tell you, Benjamin. We have just listed out (laughs) all the games that you need to go back and catch up on. That's right. Your backlog list. We just did it for you.
1: Throw down the plow, buddy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Give up the plow. All right. We got Tom Derry next. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tom Derry. Very active on our Discord. Yeah, Tom, Tom said, still upset NBA 2K24 didn't win best narrative.
1: Well, if it had been your career specifically, I'm sure it would have, Tom.
0: That's right. You probably had the best NBA 2K24 career. Mm-hmm. Next up,
1: we got uh, one of our buddies that we play Baldur's Gate with. We mentioned him earlier, read some comments. His, You know him. You love him. The Laninator. Okay? Mm-hmm. Laninator said uh, things he didn't know he needed in his life till moment till this, moment number two. <laughs> I don't remember what moment number one was. I don't either. I th- oh, I think it was the rubric, maybe. Part of the rubric. Yeah. yeah. So moment number two, Randy analyzing the musical arrangements of the Game Awards and how he'd improve it.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I would offer how much I'd improve it, but I would maybe... I mean, I could do an alternate version now. I don't know if it would be better, but I mm-hmm. I could analyze it and, and show you what they did to work the songs around so they all fit together. Which would be that would be cool. That would be. I might do it now. Guy here, guy is the next person we're going we to about. Hey, guy. Hey, guy. Guy says, as a former band kid, I would love to see Randy overanalyze the arrangement from the Game Awards. So I may just have to do it. That'd be pretty funny.
1: You can even do it in a short, you know, if you didn't want to spend a long time on the video. But that might be a hell of a video is for that the Gaming the kind of, Is that the
0: kind of thing that you can do in a short? I don't know. I feel like I, mean, I would people, need time.
1: People do, like, really weird, like, music things in shorts. Yeah. But you're right. It would be awful dense. It would be dense. So maybe look for that coming on Gaming Gig Extras. I, I don't know.
0: The Gaming Gig ext- Extras channel has not seen any love in a long time. So Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Closing out the 3 for Dale Club, we have Dale himself. Landon Stallings. And I'm telling you what, if we'd recorded this too early to get landed in the 3Fordale Club, we'd have added him
0: anyway. I, I had great, just like today, <laughs> I had a great moment thinking about Landon. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. So I was going back and um, doing some stats over the past year of the Gaming Gig main channel and the Gaming Gig podcast channel looking at
1: mm-hmm. how many
0: views we've gotten over the past year and how much things have grown. The podcast has grown so much over the past year. Yeah. And I looked at um, a podcast we did a year ago where we talked about um, the previous year and on that podcast where we only, we had less than a hundred subscribers on the podcast at that point, by the way, Yeah, that podcast that we did that only have one comment. Who was it from? It was from Landon Stallings.
1: I'm not surprised at all. And I just want to tag team on what Randy was saying. He's so we, we have experienced some pretty awesome growth and uh, we ran the numbers as a matter of fact. And mm-hmm. I just want to share one statistic. The podcast uh, in total views has grown 2400 percent in the past year that's,
0: now that's awesome
1: I'm a math teacher and I understand that when your sample size is small growth is really it's really like statistically monumental right, <laughs> okay right. so so I understand that but still thank you so much that is freaking lit
0: yeah that was awesome to see.
1: And you know we haven't even let Landon say his piece yet. So Landon says, in his opinion, they should take all the game reveals out of the show and make it all about the awards at the Game Awards. He's talking about.
0: Yeah, but I maybe they could have two. Maybe they could just have like, um, Winter Game Fest, and sure. then they could have, you know, the Game Awards be actually about the
1: awards. I mean, it was a pretty prevailing narrative, right? This year, so.
0: Yeah, I don't know. There, it seems like something needs to change, though. Yep. Yeah. I don't need to see ads for Fortnite anymore. I'm tired of it. I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold on Fortnite. I'm sold on Fortnite. No need to, to advertise it to me. All right, guys. Well, it brings us to the end. So until next time, I'm
1: Randy. Which makes me Daniel. And this has been Gaming Gang. Peace out.